I'm Jennifer Creswell, doula, chaplain, and priest. I live in Portland, and I serve as the vicar of St. Andrews in North Portland. A warning before I begin, I'm going to mention miscarriage, stillbirth, and abortion. So please take care of yourself in any way you need to. Oh, black-haired boy, your eyes are dark As midnight lit by shining stars And bright as love that filled my heart When first I looked at you Your skin is brown as pilgrim roads Laid straight through fragrant olive woods as proud as mine, and I'm in awe each time I look at you. The woman sank down next to me on the couch, wine glass in hand, and showed me a picture on her phone. It was her wife's placenta. Well, her wife's and her newborn son's. Look how beautiful it is! It's stunning! She traced the blue veins of the organ. It looks like lace, doesn't it? She marveled at the brilliance of a human body that could create this ephemeral, essential organ and then release it just in time. Later, I would lay my hands on her wife's doughy abdomen, doing energy work to aid in her recovery and rest after giving birth. Her stomach would feel loose and supple, having released life into the world, stretched and expanded, now empty. We were talking on the phone five-day postpartum mama and I as I drove toward her house late at night. Oh, she said. Hold on. What's that? There's something dripping on me. Honey, come over here. Something is dripping on my leg. Oh, wait. Is it milk? It's milk. There's milk dripping on my thigh. Has your milk come in yet? I asked her. Oh, it's coming in right now. I was literally looking up at the ceiling for a leak, but it's my milk. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. My friend had a baby last summer. Well, she and her wife had a baby, but their friend carried and gave birth to the child. Other friends, a woman couple, had gifted them an embryo once their own family was complete. This child, so wanted, so loved, can trace his origin to at least six unique parents who donated genetic material or labor or sleepless nights to bring him into the world. Our bodies are freaking amazing. And so is what they can do with God's help, with human ingenuity, to bring forth life and to sustain it. Every single one of us alive today gestated inside a human body and depended on human care to survive past infancy. And this is how God chose to deepen his relationship with humanity, by being planted in the body of a human, squeezed into the world through human hips, and clinging to a human for warmth and food and comfort. In her new book, This Here Flesh, Cole Arthur Riley, the creator of Black Liturgies, writes, For me, the story of God becoming body is only matched by God's submission to the body of a woman. That the creator of the cosmos would choose to rely on an embodied creation, to be grown, fed, delivered, God put faith in a body, in Mary's muscles and hormones, bowels and breasts. And when Christ's body is broken and blood shed, we should hold in mystery that first 
a woman's body was broken, her blood shed, in order to deliver the hope of the world into the world. Our bodies are freaking amazing. And as I reflect on Advent for every body, I think our bodies are also human. That is amazing and imperfect. Amazing and diverse. Amazing and disappointing. There are the bodies that cannot sustain another life. And I'm going to say the words because even in the pain they represent, they are holy. And the painful or disappointing experiences indicated by these words are seen by our God, right there cradled in God's arms, even if we don't hear them in church very often. Words like infertility, miscarriage, stillbirth. And words like abortion that can signify such a range of emotions and experiences. And there are the bodies that don't fit into words like woman, mother, mama, even as they birth and nurture new life. Non-binary bodies, male bodies, trans bodies, bodies that cuddle and comfort and chest feed. Our Jesus, who sustains and sanctifies us through his body in the Eucharist, was sustained by the body of a human. And in receiving her love, he sanctified her body and all bodies. The folks at the Integral Christian Network talk about the spiritual womb within every person. And in some of their meditations on embodied mysticism, they invite the listener to place a hand on the spiritual womb, which also corresponds with the sacral chakra. I'll extend the invitation to you as well because we're talking about embodied faith. I know it's different. If you like, place a hand on your spiritual womb and notice what you become aware of in your body. Is there anything in the action that God could be using to connect with you? Is there a story that your body holds there? Or a pain? Is there strength there? Emptiness? Fullness, energy, warmth, movement. What do you notice as you inhale and exhale? I'll end by affirming what you already know, that your flesh is holy, that you bear God not just in your soul, but also in the miracle of your body, that God chooses to dwell in your skin and hair and bones as you partake of him in the Eucharist, becoming one with God. God bless your holy body and all the truth it holds. Advent for Every Body is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. To learn more, go to www.trinity-episcopal.org.